Previously on Starkville's House of L. Right now, the only thing we can agree on is the show needs to go on. I don't know about must go on, but it needs to go on. So we've semi-set aside our differences right now. I'm going to do our best to put on a great show for you. Granted, it's hard for Derek to set aside his differences because, well, let's face it, he's so damn weird. Ladies and gentlemen, the most pathetic loser on God's green earth, Steve Glosson. Are we going to make this work or not? I've been wondering that ever since I let you become part of this show. You know what I mean! Hey everybody, welcome to Star Wars House of L, episode 90. I'm Derek. I'm Steve. And hey, hey Steve, how are you? How are you, Steve? How are you, Derek? I'm, I, I'm good. I just got home from a therapy session, and <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling better about us. I'm feeling better about the show, and everything just feels right in the world, you know? Everything is great. Everything's grand. And I just wish there were more people out there could, that could take jokes with a grain of salt. Mm, well, let's not let's not jump all over the listeners just yet. <laughs> there are a few specific ones we want to jump on later on, but not right now. Um, I guess apologies are in order, though, huh? Not on our parts, on theirs. But yeah, we <laughs> we'll go ahead and apologize too. Um, you know, I, I came on to Starkville's House of L, you know, this season and. And I and I knew what has gone down in the past, and especially last year with the Phantoms on, and and I was just thinking, wow, this would be, you know, we need to have some big summer event, you know, to carry us through the summer, to carry us through all this hiatus stuff, and, um, and some things started on the forums, and someone dubbed it Civil War, and I said that's a great idea, we could do this, and and it could be real funny by the end of the thing, and I mean I had a great some great ideas in mind for what we would do to kind of cap it all off in a in a very funny way, and um. Well, let's just say it looked good on paper, and and apparently a lot of you, a lot of people didn't understand, and I can't say that I blame them for not understanding. A lot of people didn't understand it was a joke, but uh, and and we made a lot of un- people uncomfortable. We really you know? made them think we hated each other, right? And um, so I apologize for that because Derek and I do not hate each other. No, but I Steve, don't know that we've ever fought. You really I don't know ran. That we've ever argued. Well, I'm not going to say that because we did have a little spat, and you ran with it. So for there for like a day there, I didn't know if the Civil War thing was real or not. Are you serious? Yeah, I was kind of like, "Oh God, what's happening?" He hates me. He's taking over. What did I? But do? our, but our, well, our conversation never escalated to the point of, of what it, of what we said it did. There was a I point mean, where you talked about my mother, and I was worried. I'll just, you, I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> I was like defending. My really, mom honestly, I think the whole thing started when you put that stupid poll up about who was your favorite host. Well, that was that was your fault, sir. That was. It's all my fault. Well, I take you started the blame. saying you were better, and I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, Will's better." I never said I was better. <laughs> I was like, "No, uh, Will's better than Steve." And I got spanked in that poll. <laughs> I think you hurt some people's feelings. So the Civil so. War was not real. It was as much tongue in the cheek as the Phantom Zone was, or any other just joke we pull here on the show. The last. Well, my was. thing is, I don't know how people could think that was real if they didn't think the first part of Arctic Part 2 was real with the fake phone I think that's because you were laughing all during that. Well, I laughed a little. I went back. Like, I really, while we were recording, I'm not going to lie, I felt very uncomfortable. But when I went back and listened to the thing, I was like, wow, this wasn't as bad as I remember it being. It's hilarious. And I, there were some hilarious moments. And that was completely <laughs> improv on both our parts, too. As was the show last week was completely improv Yes. And and I you know if you go back and listen to it, it especially now guys go back and listen to it now knowing that it was a joke it's pretty effing funny if you It really <laughs> And I just I really appreciate the people who got the joke from the get go and those of you who just I, I, do you want to talk about the one guy cuz I really just wanted to slap somebody the, What do you have you don't have the email I don't have the email but essentially there is one listener out there who we're not going to name um, because we don't want a mob of people showing up at your house trying to kill you. Right, right. That emailed <laughs> iTunes to have us deleted because we were fighting on air. Yeah. Really? <laughs> He's like, hey guys, I listen to the show, I love it, I love it. I think I've got it right here. 
Do you? Do you have it right? What there? happened to Shu? Episode eighty nine was depressing and terrible to listen to. Have all the good hosts quit? What happened to Will? He was like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> the two guys who did this one were hateful and spiteful. I wrote to iTunes to see if it should be deleted because it's mean nature, but they haven't answered me yet. Sad to watch the death of a formerly good podcast. You know what? They're not going to answer you either, buddy. That's right. It's, Trust it's me, free I had press. feed issues. It's free press. I'm a, I'm a podcaster, and I had feed issues. Well, I just want to say there's a lot of explicit stuff on iTunes. And if that's what offends you the most... If two guys just ripping on each other a little bit for the... Because I even put on the forums, I was like, I like Superbad and like 40-Year-Old Virgin and movies like that where, the, where it's funny to watch the two friends just completely rip on each other for like 30 yeah. minutes. You know, all those jokes. And I don't. I thought we were very much in that spirit, but I, I guess not. I, I don't know. But we're not going to dwell on it for too much time. Needless to say, it's over. Uh, so you're just stuck with boringness over the summer because a few of you like, like to spoil the joke for everybody else. So. Well, I also like the fact that this guy, it's 88 episodes, I'm good, I'm good. Then one episode's bad. <laughs> I want you off of iTunes. I hate you guys. Seriously, if that's what made you want us off the iTunes, really, you need to go back and listen to some more because I'm sure there's you something You really haven't listened. Well, he doesn't even know who we are. He's like, I don't know who these two hosts are. Yeah, that, Where's Will? That Where's Will? That guy that's been there since the first episode. Who the hell is that? Nobody knows. <laughs> you know, I've been asking myself, where's Will for a long Where time is Will? now? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not going to dwell on it. Needless to say, no. it's over now. We're still going to have some fun. We've got, we've actually got a packed show today, which I'm really proud of. And we we held off a few other days. Steve actually went out of town, and then I had been uh, after after the decay of shoe two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I went off to Florida for a little while, so now I'm back. <laughs> Derek went into hiding. Yeah, yeah, extremely. Uh, I, I had to hide because I was very scared of what was going to happen. So. Uh, but we're back now, and we still are going to do the trivia thing. I, we didn't really touch on that. Um, but, you know, we had mentioned previously we were going to do a, kind of a trivia off to see who was the right, best. Right, yeah. And we are still yeah. going to do that. Uh, I guess the next not that episode. Not that anyone has sent me any questions to ask you. <laughs> wow. I think we lost our entire listenership with the exception of about ten people. Well, you know, I, and you said it best. I think gratitude is, is owed a little bit. <laughs> For those who just completely wrote us off there for a little while. Yes. That's so thank you guys for sticking around with us. All two of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are there are some people who've written us off that um I don't know, I was kinda surprised to see how quickly they kinda turned. Well, it happens so, more often than not, I guess. So. Yeah. And they even said were it not for shoe they wouldn't know each other, so well. Uh, but we have got... But we love you. Yeah, nonetheless, we love... I love you, Steve. I just want to put that out there. I do. Okay. I've missed you. I've missed <clears> us. <throat> Steve's going to Mexico. And and Steve's still not going to Comic-Con. And that, that's, no, that, that's true. That is I'm true. Not Steve's not going to Comic-Con. And that brings us in to shoe news. Uh, Comic-Con is coming up July 23rd through the 27th, I do believe, in San Diego, California. I'm going to be in attendance. Steve was going to be in attendance. San Diego. San Diego, which I believe stands for... The translation was lost thousands of years ago. Uh, (laughs) We're going to have a great time. Graham and I are going to be there, and uh, we've got to uh, do a lot of stuff in preparation for this. There's a lot to be done, and... Just everybody, just email Steve and really just ride him on this one because oh, I've already gotten those. Have you seriously? Yes. Good, yeah. good. My plan is working perfectly. Uh, my Boris and Natasha. At this point, there's no way to undo it. Though. No, no, it can't be undone. It's sad, but yes, uh, it's still going to happen. There is definitely a panel. There was a little scare there for a little while that there wasn't going to be a panel, but it is going to happen, and it is Saturday afternoon. At one p is it one p.m. Now I don't even remember. Saturday afternoon at one p.m. Yes, and we are one to two p.m. on July twenty-six in room twenty-four A. And I don't know exactly what division of which area they call it room twenty-four A. Yeah, but soon it'll be known as the greatest panel ever. Well, it was going to be, and then you decided not to go. Oh man, you and Graham are awesome. Yeah, but you can call me. I'm thinking about it. Just holding the microphone up to the phone and call you. That'd be awesome. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Well, hey, everybody. Um, the podcasting description you were going to want to look for in your book or booklet, if you're going to be there, 1 to 2 p.m. podcasting heroes, the 10th one, podcasting superheroes, excuse me, 
don't want to give too much to the Tenth Wonder where it's not needed. The Tenth Wonder and House of L podcast and Skynex podcast join host Eric Russell and Graham Hancock of the shows for a discussion and Q&A session about producing fan-created podcasts and managing online communities. I'm going to let Graham handle the managing online communities part because if anybody looks at me and then looks at the shoe forums, they're not really going to get the whole... Uh, managing part down so i'm gonna i'm gonna when it comes to the managing online communities i'm just gonna let graham take that one and i'm just gonna sit back i'll I'll answer any questions you might have but we are very excited this has been several months in the planning we had a scare a while back that we weren't gonna have the panel and actually now we are so we're very excited that it's all working out i'm actually gonna be in town on the 23rd best way to to uh, keep up with us twitter twitter doc i know you hate to hear that steve <laughs> i do i hate twitter with a passion twitter.com forward slash shoe podcast we'll be posting our locations around uh i guess around san diego while we're there definitely our own personal twitters uh you know mine and grams you guys are gonna be some comic-con tweeting fools yeah, yeah that'll be the best way to catch up with Wayne and hopefully we're gonna have some kind of like off-site meet up like i don't know like at a restaurant or something i don't, I don't know if it could hold that many people but first come first serve Graham and i'll just say where we are and if anybody wants to come hang out definitely do it oh it's the shoe scavenger hunt <laughs> it's the viral marketing for shoe. really they uh, yeah they, they like the shoe scavenger hunt but they don't like civil war i don't get it i, I just don't get it <laughs> all right let's not be bitter i'm about not bitter i'm a very happy person i'm happy derek happy happy derek. especially after all that therapy <laughs> well you were there you know <laughs> A lot of lot of hitting of the pillows. Mm, indeed, indeed. Uh, and so we're excited about that. So uh, the four-day passes are sold out. Saturday is sold out. So if you don't have your tickets for Saturday already, hit up Craigslist or something. Cause <laughs> if, you don't have, if you don't have tickets for Saturday, you're screwed. Pretty much, because you're not going to get to see us. The Heroes panel is Saturday morning. Uh, the, when there's a Smallville panel, too. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the episode when we get to the Smallville news, which is actually about two minutes from now. So we're very uh, excited that we're going to be able to attend both of these panels, too. Now, the, 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 have you been listening to the Skynex show, Steve? I hate those guys. They suck hard. They're they're trying to move in on the panel. Uh, yeah, they're like coming in on this. And I don't know. They're like the bizarro us's. I'm not a big fans of them. <laughs> the bizarre, exactly. They're the, they're the, well, they're just so I don't know. It's like they're machines themselves. They're the bad robot uses. They are the bad robot uses. Exactly. Exactly. And I and I there's this one guy. I just want to slap him. Which one's that? Steve. Oh, I thought you were talking about Derek. Because I want to slap no. Steve too. No. <laughs> I do. I really badly. Uh, so Comic Con, be there, and and if you can't get a ticket and you're still in the San Diego area, definitely watch our twitters. Hopefully, we can still have some kind of offsite meetup if you don't get to attend the panel. Panel's not a big room; it's not one of the huge like yeah. They really gave us one of the huge heroes rooms, <laughs> big panel rooms with the screens. <laughs> Do you know how depressing that would be when the fifty or so people show up? And <laughs> there's five hundred open chairs. <laughs> Like, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the panel. They've got me and Graham's nameplates and water bottles up there. We're like, what's oh. up? Y'all want to come up on stage and form like a well, city now circle? I had, I, I've told Xander to make sure that he has water bottles just to keep bringing you guys. Hey, like, Xander, you, Xander's going, he's going to be on the front row, and I'll be like, isn't that right, Xander? And he's just going to nod. That's how that Like, I've told work. him I want his bit to be that every time one of you guys take a sip of water, he just brings a new bottle. <laughs> I'm just going to throw one at him <laughs> randomly. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I wanted Aquafina, not the Sunny. <laughs> What is this deer what park is crap? This? I don't want a deer on my water. <laughs> oh man, it feels good to laugh after all that hostility. <laughs> I know. <laughs> ah, after this two weeks of total tension, not just between us, but between us and every single listener we have. Everybody's like, "I'm not doing this anymore." <laughs> two years down the drain, Steve, Steve single-handedly wrecked Star Wars. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Took it down. Are you guys coming back for season eight? Uh-oh, Steve. Hurt. I guess just, you guys are just all going to have to settle for Geek Out Loud now. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Geekoutpodcast.com. Well, it, it was going to be on there, but, you know, you didn't show up, so we didn't include it. I know. That's I'm sorry. That works. So, uh, the other big thing we've got going on right now is t-shirts finally available. We've been promising this for a while. Last year we did some. They didn't turn out so well because um, I tried to handle them. <laughs> and you know when something gets put in my hands it usually just falls to dust uh civil war civil war yeah <laughs> that was you buddy that was all you 
<laughs> you gave the go ahead. Listen, I can't wait for the wiki page on that on the <laughs> The summer of 2008, Steve Gawson single-handedly wrecked. Yeah, yeah. Shoe historian Xander's like, well, my job's over. Yeah. Well, that show's done. Let's move on to something else. Let's go, uh, on, to, let's go on to Skynix. The t-shirts are badass, are they not? They are very cool. Freaking loving them. They're based on a design by Narsal, uh, our friend Stuart, who does a lot of graphic design for us. They've got our new Fortress Streamline design on the back which you can see on the website and on the forums and down in your AAC right now with our new logos. That new Fortress theme, even though the Fortress was destroyed, we don't know anything yeah, about Smallville. I, we're complete idiots. We know something <laughs> about Marvel Civil War, though. So <laughs> that's on the back, like a navy blue shirt. And on the front is the normal iPod and Shield design like we had on our previous shirts. And you can actually see that if you watched, I don't remember which, which episode Descent was, but if you go back and watch Descent, I think it was like 84 or something, Will's actually wearing his old school House of L t-shirt. In that episode, so you can kind of see what that looks like. Uh, check them out, t-shirts.smallvillepodcast.com. Not a bad deal. There's also 10th Wonder t-shirts available. Guys, t-shirts, 15 bucks from small to extra large. That They go up a little bit in price over extra large. Uh, women's t-shirts. Don't I know it. <laughs> More to love. And uh, women's t-shirts are like 20 bucks. So, because uh, they're like fitted and whatnot. You want a fitted T-shirt, Steve? I was. I thought about buying one just for the humor. Did sake. you? Yeah. Yeah. They look great. I'm so proud of how they turned out. Uh, we, our our people have taken care of them. Sam and Nate over at shopsamandnate.com. They've just done an amazing job with them. But t-shirts.smallvillepodcast.com is where you can pick them up in time. And we want to outsell Tenth Wonder. Yes, we already have. Mm. Like exponentially outsold. Super badass. Super badass. Totally serendipitous. <laughs> um, yeah, we've already been selling out selling Tenth Wonder, so let's let's keep it up, folks. Keep it going. So uh, I know there's several people listening right now that probably didn't agree with what I just said. I got to go order my four X. <laughs> really, four X? Yeah. Well, three X comfortably. Four <laughs> X if I want super comfort. Three X in the swimming pool. It's four X to sleep in. That's right. <laughs> I, know that, I know how that works. So, check both of those out. Comic-Con, T-shirts. You can have your T-shirts ready for Comic-Con. Um, and I'm not going to be autographing anything, so don't bring it to be autographed. You're not going to be autographing your article in Smallville Magazine? No. Derek, come on. Why? Because that's awesome. No. What happens if one day, listen, you you need to be autographing your article, and br- everyone bring your small your copy of the latest Smallville magazine with Derek Derek Rolls, Derek's article on Warrior Angel, and um and get him to sign it for you. Not doing it. I just, I, I, I'll give you I'll get Xander to give everybody a bottle of water. That's what I'll guys. Do. You can if you'll show him if you'll pull up your shirt and show him your belly. He'll get he'll sign it. For I've you. done it to Steve before. There's no lie. <laughs> First time I met him, it was like, dude, sign it. Everyone bring your Smallville magazines and just force Derek to sign. Nobody bought that issue. What are you talking about? Everyone bought that issue. Nobody. It's the only reason they have it. And if you did buy it and you've read the Warrior Angel, Angel article, make sure you write in and tell them you want more by Derek Russell. Make sure you email it and tell them you want more about Warrior Angel so Steve's got some more FaceTime on that. Not about Warrior Angel, just more articles by you. I'm trying to pimp you out no, here, No, no, because if you didn't catch the first line of the article, Steve Glosson is the is the original <laughs> author of Warrior Angel. I'll also sign your magazine at Dragon Con if you want me to. Dude, they left in Mole. I was quite pleased. Heck yeah. I, I, I got Mole in there. I got your name in there. It's good stuff, so... Uh, but moving on, we've got some Smallville news. Big, big news. And the more we talk, the more I'm thinking maybe I should just even put off my top ten another week because there's so much to cover today. There's new casting, some stuff about Comic-Con, a bunch of other stuff. First one is episode 801 title. Uh, been waiting on this. It usually hits about this time every summer. Always good to hear about. Uh, this one, unfortunately, not called Fortress, as we had been saying it was probably going to be. Hmm. I, we were hoping. I don't know. I thought Fortress was a good name. But I kind of see... Why? Because Fortress, <clears throat> and we, there's even some spoilers to talk about at the end of the day, but I think one thing, it's not really a spoiler, but it's something that's good to know going in, especially over the summer hiatus with us, because it's going to kind of be talked about, is the fact that episode 801 will pick up a few months later after uh, Arctic. It is not 
you know, the same night. It's not going to be like that. This will, this is the first season uh, premiere in a couple of years that picks up a few months later. Um, since season four. Since season four, yeah, since Crusade was the first one. So it's been a while. Um, yep. So it, it's going to be kind of cool to see that again. Um, but they're, they're, they may take a few liberties with the story, with, you know, Michael being gone now and everything. So definitely we're going to have to watch closely with... Uh, with what happens over this, what transpires over the summer leading up to that point. The episode 801 title, though, as we were saying, because of the differential in time, it's probably better they didn't call it Fortress, even though we really liked the name. The episode 801 title is Odyssey, however. And at first, I didn't like it. I don't know. What do you think, Steve? And then I'll, I'll, I'll weigh in. I'm really excited about the Cyclops that's going to be in this I, episode. I am too. And the Sirens? Yeah. Yes. Are you laughing? I like the I like the name. I like the title. I, d- um, I didn't. I didn't at first, but it's growing on me. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, usually a title doesn't make or break me. I like the title Odyssey. It's it's got Odyssey is one of those epic words. Epic. Uh, it, maybe it's because of Homer's epic, epic that it is, but it's you know. So I mean, it just makes it seem like a big deal that it's going to be a premiere. Right. The devil's in the details, though. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, the reason I like it better now that I did previously is I started looking at it from an ending perspective. Now, there are some spoilers that give kind of why this might be named this, but this is probably it for Smallville. This is the last season, and it's kind of like this is Clark's final, you know, Odyssey means journey. This is kind of it. This is kind of the last one pushing him towards Superman. This is the start of his final story. Before he becomes Superman. That's kind of the way I'm taken away from it. So hopefully uh, that'll be how it's played with um, to make me appreciate it a little bit more. But I, I think that's why I like it now. I don't know. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. I agree with you there. I, I just, like I say, I like it because it's a big name for a season premiere. It is. It is. And they, they usually do go with that. You know, last year was Bizarro. And, and they, they kind of got... And then Zod. And then Zod. So they were kind of doing the villain thing. But since there's not really a villain... Uh, right. Per se, this time around, that that dealt with. But you look at, like you said, season four was Crusade. Yeah, yeah. Season season three, the first one was Exodus. Ex- exile, Exodus. Exile. Was, I'm sorry, yeah. not Exodus. Yeah. yeah, that's a book of the Bible. That is. Well, Exodus <laughs> was the finale. That's right. That's right. That's Exodus why you were was the finale that. of season two. That's why you were thinking that. That's the right. one that comes after Genesis. The you know, in the season premiere of season one was called Pilot. Pilot is an epic way to start a show, and I, a lot of shows do that these days. And I think somebody's going to catch on soon. It's like, well, there was a Smallville episode, there was a Buffy episode, or there was something, blah blah blah. There was a blah blah blah. You know, name that. But I don't know. Somebody's going to catch on sooner or later that they can't quit. You know, they got to stop calling all of them uh, Pilot for the episode. Exactly. Because I think it really just uh, takes. I think away. it's just kind of cheap to rip off to rip off other TV. Shows I do. I do too. Come up with something original. Jeez. Call the episode one Smallville. Do, do it. Go with co-pilot. Co-pilot. Flight attendant. You know, uh, I love The Shield. The Shield did that one time, and it was kind of cool. It was it was in late season two or three, and they did a flashback episode, and they called it co-pilot. Oh, wow. And it, and it took place the day before the pilot. That's awesome. That is cool. I thought that, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, episode 801, Odyssey, uh, it's the first real big news we've had, other than the new casting for season 8, um, for the two new characters that we've discussed time and time again, uh, the character of Tess that will be taking over for Lex Luthor, and Luthor Corp, and Davis Bloom, who originally was going to be a bartender at the Ace of Clubs, and uh, is not a bartender anymore, and we're getting to that right now, is actually they have cast these two new characters and I'm not really familiar with either one of these people, are you? Not at all. Uh, okay. Oh, I know some people are going to be familiar with the one guy that's from Battlestar. Yeah, and I don't watch Battlestar. Sam Witwer, and I'm, I may be saying that uh, wrong, but he Whitwer. played... Whitwer. Whitwer. He played... Whitwer. He played Crashdown on Battlestar Galactica. And Crashdown Quattararo. Alex... And he will be playing Davis Bloom, who has been linked to possibly being Doomsday in the eighth season. And, uh, well, not even possibly being, he's going to be some variation of Doomsday, whether it's human form or not. 
But it was originally said he was going to be a bartender at the Ace of Clubs. That's not the case anymore. I imagine he's still going to be having some sort of relationship with Lois, as all of course. New, as all new cast members on Smallville do. Um, but he uh, will now be a paramedic. Hmm. I don't really know what what happened with that. I mean, that's a that's a strange leap from bartender to paramedic. Yeah. Perhaps it's paramedic by day, bartender by night. Mm. Doomsday by dusk. Or perhaps he's just a drug dealer out the back of an ambulance. Could be. I had one of those. <laughs> so, yes, he was on Battlestar Galactica. And then Cassidy Freeman from Finishing the Game, and who also, oddly enough, just did that pilot with Justin Hartley for the CW that didn't get picked up, was the Austin Gold Hour. Yeah. Uh, she will be playing Tess Mercer, handpicked by Lex Luthor to succeed him before he vanished. Which kind of leads you to believe, did he do it in the days before he left, or was she somebody at Luthor Corp? And I don't know. It goes back to that whole thing we talked about in Arctic. Did Lex know he wasn't going to make it out of there alive? Yep. And and you kind of have to lean towards yes that if he was that if he picked her to lead every, to you know head up everything, then he thought he wasn't coming home alive. Uh, it's kind of the way I'm I'm leaning now, which that really sucks to me. Do I don't th- want Lex to be this noble guy. I don't think he is. It it is weird because of what happened in the episodes between Descent and Arctic, and then to have this turnaround of I've got to kill the traveler. I know I'm not. I've got to save mankind. It's it was kind of weird in context, but I'm okay with it. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'll be okay with it. I'm sure they can pull it out. Uh, you know, and and I don't want to kick a dead horse, so to speak. And I've, I mean, because I've said this already, I'm not. I'm I'm hopeful, but I'm not super hopeful for this. Season. They've got a lot to prove to me right. with season eight, especially with with the idea of this Davis Bloom guy. Yeah, and and Davis Bloom is uh, as quoted by the CW as being a charismatic metropolis paramedic who, when he isn't saving people, is forced to confront a darkness inside of him that just might be a harbinger of doom. Charismatic or flamboyant? That's charismatic. Okay, because if it was a flamboyant paramedic, he'd be like, oh my goodness, looks like you've almost severed your hand. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I kind of, they don't look hey like, y'all. and it's nothing against the actors, because I'm sure they're both great. I really haven't seen either one of them anything. But you remember the casting notices that came out and how they described the two? Yes, they don't yeah. look like the people they chose to me. Right, right. At all. I didn't expect. I didn't expect. Um, well, I, the Davis Bloom cat. I mean, to look at this guy, he. Uh, you know, I could see where he would be a charismatic uh, paramedic. He looks, he and looks like deal he with could the be darkness inside of him. He looks like he could be Spike's brother on on Buffy. Uh, uh-uh, I, I don't. It, it's not quite the way they described him in in the description, and then and then. To have uh, Cassidy Friedman looks a little too young to be. She looks over too that. young. When they described her, I expected her as this kind of more mature woman, you know. And she she looks kind of she looks you know younger than Lex and and Clark. She looks younger than Lex. She looks like young. She looks as young as Clark. She looks a lot younger. Like I expected someone that would be close to Lex's age, a la that British chick from the first season. Sir Harry's daughter. Yeah, something and, like um, that. Because I just don't see this girl, and I, and I feel bad because I haven't seen anything. I haven't done my homework yet. I need to check them both out and, and see about their work. But looking at it, I just don't see the what they described it being. I don't see the the hard ass that they were. Of course, you know, I tell you, put some glasses on her, put that hair in a bun. Well, that's just you know, you're never mind. Uh, no, I'm. I'm <laughs> No, she's fine. I mean, she's very good looking without all that. I agree. That, she's extremely attractive. I but just I'm just feel saying, like, if you put that up, it might cause her to kind of mature a little, look more mature and more businessish. It's yeah, and and, and there's no telling because the pictures we've seen are promo photos. There's stuff from other shows. There's no telling how they're going to change her looks for the show. They may make her a brunette. You know, that would like not that. surprise me at all if she's brunette. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I could just that. because that's one of the things that's well established on the show is Lex's proclivities toward the brunettes. That and it's just something about like in television dramas, it's always the the brunette who's more of the hard ass than the blonde. 
Is that true that's in true. life? That's I'm true. not saying that's true in life. That's I'm true. Not. Way to way to alienate our listeners based on hair color. Send Derek. all emails to Steve at smallpodcast.com <laughs> if you want to. All you blondes can email Derek at dark at house. Of, I can't think of the. <laughs> not what I meant. <laughs> Dad, gummit! I don't know the email. <laughs> not what I meant, Steve. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, so... All you uh, blondes, if you can figure out how to email, you can email Derek at... Well, it's... Wow. That was worse. <laughs> that was worse. Can I just say... I'm your big that man. I gotta, get the, I gotta get the focus off of you. I gotta we, get you out of trouble. We gotta talk about our reality show at the end of the episode today, too. That's true. Uh, so, In I don't the know... the section, we've dubbed plugs. The fact that we... <laughs> that Steve didn't know it's called plugs. Um, so, we've got... These two new characters, we've got Hartley coming back as Oliver Queen uh, in the premiere, actually. He's going to be back, uh, which is great. Uh, well, there's not a question mark about that? Nope. Okay, so that's a definite. That's a definite. Great. So, uh, very pleased about that. And I did have a question mark. I don't know why. And uh, so, I, it's rounding out to be a big show. You know, uh, Kristen's only going to be back for seven or eight episodes. Erica's only contracted for her normal 12, 13 episode run. I imagine Aaron will be the same way with his Jimmy Olsen, only be around 12 or 13 episodes. No word yet on Vandevort. That'll probably be a mid-season. I I could see that being a sweeps kind of thing. Uh, You know, when it comes back in January or February, getting her out of the Phantom Zone. Or maybe towards the Yeah, Are we going to have a spoiler? I'm looking here. Were we going to have a spoilers discussion? No. Not originally, but we are now. I mean, not now, but later now. Okay. Not now now, but now later now. You're looking at now now. You're looking at now. Everything that's happening now is happening now. When will now be then? Soon. Soon. Uh, (laughs) So, and the other big thing, it's it's Smallville related, but it's still kind of up in the air. We've gotten confirmation on it just from dealing with Comic-Con, so it hasn't really hit mainstream yet, so I don't know if we're actually making the news about it right here or not. But Smallville is going to have a panel this year. I imagine this is Willow be introducing uh, Mr. whatever their names are. I've already forgotten them. How bad am I? Uh, Crash Down and, and Tess. Crash Down and Tess will be... Crash uh, Tess! Sam Witwer and Cassidy Freeman will be probably be introduced to the public at Comic-Con <laughs> this year. Uh, I imagine Hartley will probably be there. He was there last year. I could see him being there again. Um, that is going to be Sunday morning. Uh, I believe it's from 10 to 11 a.m. I don't have that in front of me anymore, uh, but I believe that's what it is. So uh, that does not conflict with our panel either, so you have no excuse not to go to our panel. You know what does conflict with our panel I'm pretty mad about, though? What's that? There's an office panel. Uh, right there. Uh, yeah. And, and Dude, if I were there, I'd probably skip our panel to go to the office panel. <laughs> It'd show up and be like, sup guys, office panel down the hall, see ya. Uh, <laughs> um, I can't believe you're having to compete. we're having to compete with the office. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Rain and Wilson's in the next room. Uh, it's actually the office writers, but Rain Wilson's going to be there, too. So I thought that was pretty You know what? They're funny guys. If you could figure out a way to get in touch with them, they'd probably pimp you guys out. You think? I doubt it. Everybody, there's some podcast you've never heard of in the next room. Go check it out. So that is our big news for the day, which I guess means I have to do my top ten. Yes. Before you do, clarify how you're going to do your top ten. Because the one thing I was confused about last week in Civil War, and the one thing that was quite, or last episode, the one thing that I still can't figure out is real or not, I don't understand what you wanted to do if it wasn't a top ten. I'm not going through and going, this is my number one, this is my number two. I'm just okay. going through seasons one through seven and listing my top ten episodes. Okay. Not top ten, but the ten, my ten favorite. Okay, so I you're guess, not counting down. You're not putting them in any particular order. No, and I'm not going to list honorable, mention, honorable mentions at the end either. Cause well, I didn't while list it, while we're, Yeah, but we always hear about how Geek Out Loud, Steve, list honorable mentions at the end. <laughs> well, someone's bitter. <laughs> <laughs> someone someone got a, got reprimanded on their uh, blog, DerekRussell.net. All right, shut up. All right, so my first one. Serendipitous. We're serendipitous. Great blog, by the way. We're starting in season one. And my first one is Rogue. I, I just I think it's a great episode, episode one hundred and nine. It's it's a huge turning point for the Kents. Um, Clark's got some amazing stuff that happens into him with it. Uh, uh, Phelan, the ultimate like bad guy, the cop. You can agree with me anytime here, Steve. 
Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm kind of kicking myself because I didn't pick that one. Aha! See, I just I love it. I love the the Clark and Jonathan interaction in that episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. When when the dead guys found out in the barn and Clark tries to attack Phelan and, and or tries to you know save Jonathan from the cops and then he goes inside and Phelan's in the house and he punches that beam in the kitchen. I friggin' yep. love that. I just and then you know Clark throws the safe out in the car. Basically, if you've never seen the episode, you need to go watch it. It's probably one of the best of season one. Is a uh, cop? It's especially the first time we see Metropolis too. In the beginning of the episode, it's the first time Metropolis is seen. Uh, Clark is in Metropolis, and he kind of acts like he's never been before. Uh, and it may even be said that he never has. I just can't imagine that that many years in his life he had never been to Metropolis once. Didn't we do a shoe two on Rogue? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good episode. Yeah, uh, it is a good episode. I like I said, I can't believe I didn't put that in mind. I know it's just you're an idiot. So. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm sorry, we're not fighting. I'll let you stick. Hug it out. Hug it out. You so, can stand up and uh, hug it out. Basically, a cop sees Clark using his abilities, and he blackmails him into, he's a dirty cop, and he blackmails him into all this stuff. And, and Phelan knows Lex, which you find out later in the season from a previous thing. Uh, so it's really good. I really uh, thought it was probably the highlight of season one. There's some other really good stuff, of course, the, the pilot. Why oh, everybody call it pilot? The pilot, the finale. Um, Hourglass is a good one. You had Hourglass, didn't you? I did like Hourglass. Yeah, Hourglass is really good because it sets up the... It was one of those that stood out from season one as an everyday... And you just mentioned pilot and finale. We we can't do season finales and season premiere. I'm not listing them as my favorite. I just said they were good. What's up? Well, I mean, I'm just... I'm just saying. I love you. I love you it's all so good. much. It's all good. I don't know much. Okay, another really good one. Um, no, I love you. From season one, I'm probably going to get flamed a little bit for this one, but definitely my two favorite uh, is, is one being Rogue. The other one's Zero. I love Zero. I don't. I, I, I go back and watch Zero quite frequently. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I don't think you get flamed for that. I think that's, by and large, considered one of the better episodes of season one. Really? Because anytime I talk to people about it, they're like, I don't like that episode. I don't know why. I really enjoy it. It's episode hmm. 114. There's some really cool stuff that happens about it. You find out more about Lex's past. Um, it's a very Lex-centric episode. Yeah, it's very Lex-centric. And I and think I think I've always, from what I've always understood, I thought that was some of, like one of the favorites from season one. I thought, yeah, but anytime I talk to people, they're kind of like, eh, I could take or leave that one. And I just thought mm-hmm. it was written really well. Alan Miles did the story for that one, um, and I just. Um, Thought I don't know. I thought it was a good episode, but you know, Phelan comes back on that one because it's a flashback to Lex. Yeah. I just I really enjoy that one. But that kind of rounds out season one for me. Um, season two, I'm really not doing these in any particular order of the uh, season two, so I may be kind of jumping around when I just wrote stuff down. Definitely Insurgents. You stole it from me. I still say it's probably one of the best episodes of Smallville of all time. Um, just the way it was written, the way it was carried out and directed. Uh, episode two thirty. I mean, uh, sorry, two twelve. Uh, Jeff Loeb actually wrote the episode, directed by James Marshall, and it's got so much cool stuff in it. Clark jumping off the Daily Planet into Luther Corp. Um, the whole heist, the stuff in the safe, Lex being blind so he can't see what's going on around him. I mean, or like, even Lionel being blind too. Sorry, Lionel being blind when he can't see what's going on. <laughs> well, around They were him. both blind. Yeah, it was... but in different ways. <laughs> Like a father-son blindness, and not an actual. Deep. Oh my God, I can't see blindness. That is so deep. Yeah, it's it's interesting. That was, uh, you know, when I found out that was one of your favorite shows, it was kind of trippy because like that has been my favorite episode um, since it aired. I mean, I just always go back to that one. I know, right? In fact, when I'm when I'm trying to get people hooked on Smallville, I'm like, if you'll just get this if episode. If you'll watch that one episode, I can catch you up on season one and the first half of season two. If you'll that's just right. Because that's, that's right. where everything changes. <laughs> that The whole series, the pinnacle of the show is episode 212. Everything everything changes from that point. If you, there was like some sort of string theory timeline, it would, it would, the, the nail would be pushed right into I really believe that, by the way. I do, too. I'm completely honest with that. And I, I mean, don't even ask. Just bring it. That's what I say. Because, I mean, that's just... <laughs> Hey, little girl. <laughs> Don't even ask. Just bring it. I love that one. Uh, but another one from season two that I absolutely adore, just uh, the way it was carried out even more than, I don't know, this one's just this one's just a personal favorite, and I'm probably going to have some questions about this one too. Calling. Next to the last episode of uh, season two, uh, it's, it's Lex's... Uh, you know the rehearsal dinner for the for his wedding. 
Uh, it's the first time we hear Jor-El's voice. Um, Clark and Lana finally kind of get together in this one. Uh, Dr. Walden wakes up from the coma. He's got all that crazy stuff in his room. <laughs> crazy old Dr. Walden, you know. I just, I love it because it's this, um, it's this push in the series. It's, it, you know, the pinnacle was kind of insurgents. And then you get to calling and, and everything's kind of going right for Clark for once. His friend's happy. Lux is getting married. He's finally got Lana. Everything's sort of going his way. The other stuff from the season is just kind of... He, he knows where he's come from now. He's he, he's met Dr. Swan. He knows a little bit about his heritage. And he thinks maybe he has control over his own destiny. And then, boom, I don't know where biological daddy shows up in, in the ship and just screws everything for him. Um, I just That's another one that I go back and watch a lot because of the urgency of the episode. Everything It's really fast-paced. There's not a whole lot of downtime after the... Uh, the kiss in that, yeah, yeah. The kiss, the the, the birthday cake kisses in that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. after you get past that opening, maybe part, some of us just want to celebrate the day you came into our life. Exactly, and that's how uh, that's kind of how it's always set up for the rest of the season. It's always kind of the next to the last episode of a season is around the time Clark's birthday hits. Yep, it's just a day my parents picked. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, and uh, so that's a good one. Uh, season three is my favorite season. So these are kind of kind of be jumping around too. Uh, definitely Phoenix. I think Phoenix, right up there with Insurgents, is one of the best episodes of the series. Uh, it was a two-part finale uh, premiere. It was a two-part. Yeah, premiere. see, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to start anything up. But I feel like you're cheating by saying Calling and Phoenix. By the way, why? Well, because Calling was kind of part one of the season finale, and then. Phoenix kind of part two of a season premiere. All right, so we're jumping from. Uh, we're not doing Phoenix. <laughs> and we're just gonna slide down to the next one. How about? Well, I mean, I'm not. I mean, you go ahead and say Phoenix. I'm no, just no. I, Phoenix is gone. Phoenix is probably one of my favorite episodes of the series, right after Insurgents. But it's gone. I can't say it. So because Steve said so. Because <laughs> Stone Cold Steve said so. So I'm replacing uh, Exodus. I mean, not Exodus. Phoenix with Slumber. Um, mm. <laughs> I love this episode, and you can shove it, Steve. I don't know why. <laughs> I just like... It's the R.E.M. music, man. Well, I do. And you know I didn't get that for a long time. I remember when it came on. I just got that, by the way. <laughs> Did you not? It only yes, happened for me I like just, a year ago. I just, when I said Thank it, you. I just got Thank it. Thank you. I remember... Le- okay, here's the backstory with this episode. Uh, when it came out, R.E.M. put out a, a Best Of CD. And, right. and they're on Warner Brothers label. So, of course... You know, they, they tried to coincide it with this episode. So all the music in Slumber, episode 304, is R.E.M. music. And and I was like, well, that's kind of cool, but why? And then about a year ago, you know, this this was what, 2003? So about a year, so about four <laughs> yeah, years yeah. later, I'm watching the episode, and I'm like, why did they do this? And then I'm like, R.E.M.'s rapid eye movement. I'm an idiot. Because you even see Clark, he's in the R.E.M. sleep with the rapid eye movement. How about, I? but I just, I, I'm not lying to you when I say I just got on the podcast, I just understand. Seriously, it was like a year ago for me, too. It was like, oh, I feel like, like a Phoebe light at Central on. Perk. I know. It was like a light came on. So that one's really cool to me. Uh, Terrence O'Hara directed the episode too, which is really cool. Uh, but I love my favorite scene in it, other than the fact of when Clark realizes he's asleep and and the truck <laughs> runs the truck off the road, <laughs> like he's driving. Like it's it's probably one of the funniest scenes in Smallville. He's driving and he's like, "Oh, everything's going good," and he looks over and the little girl's next to him, and he's like. Oh crap! If you're here, and then it just cuts to the truck going off the road. You know him being asleep, so and and he's wrecked the truck yet again. So, but the the really cool scene in the episode is the Clark and Lex confrontation when Lex sli- tries to slice him open with the not even slice him open. He knows he's an alien, but when he tries to cut him with the sword, yeah, I love yep. that. I love that scene. So that really makes that one for me. What am I at five? That's yes. Five? Okay. Yeah. Five. Yeah. So that's good. So. Uh, moving down the list, what did I have? We couldn't use Legacy, could we? No. no. Talisman is my next Talisman. favorite one. Uh, not because, just because it was directed by my boss, but it is another one of those episodes that I think really gives Clark a look at, well, I mean, it, it's kind of, it gives everybody an inward look at what's happening. It gives Jonathan and Martha a look at what's going on in Clark's life. It gives Lex and Lionel a look at their who they are in relation to everything. And it really gives Clark a good look at who his villain is going to be. 
Um, I think I've said on the show before, but if you're a new listener, you might not have heard this. You know, Snyder okay. directed the episode, and there's a scene that I, I've seen from the episode that they cut um, that's not on the DVD, and I, I wish I did have the scene in my possession. I do not, and I've asked him to give it to me a couple times, and we always forget to hand it off. Um, there's a scene at the end and uh, that was actually going to be the final part of the episode where Lionel is standing on the staircase coming down from the balcony in Lex's office. You know, the, the upstairs right. library yeah, yeah, part yeah, where yeah, the yeah. books are. And it's as Lex is leaving, he doesn't know Lionel's up there, and he's walking out. And so they're standing directly kind of above each other, like one's like Lionel's directly above Lex. They can't see each other, but the, but they're just talking out loud to one another. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the, it's the moment, and I wish I could remember the dialogue, because it's probably some of the best dialogue from Smallville. It's the moment when... Lionel realizes Lex is Sagith. And it's never been done on the show. They never try to interpret it into another episode before. But it's so good. And why that's not... Why that wasn't even in the episode, I'll never know. It, that makes me so angry. And it, even more so why it's not on the DVD or anything. But it's it's such a good scene. Uh, it, you know, it, it's one of, those, one of those Lex and Lionel scenes that's really good anyway because it's them. But then it's just, you know, it's amped up so much more because it's... I don't know. It's epic. There. There. It's epic. There's my it's word. Epic. It's epic. Epic. So that that makes six, right? I'm yes. not keeping up with my count here, so that's good. Uh, seven is uh, going to be gone. Uh, episode 402. Okay, that's cheating. Sorry. That that goes in with the premiere, doesn't it? Can't do that one, can I? You're just going to hate me, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. So episode four oh six is going to be my seventh episode then, and that is transference. Uh, yes, is the yes. episode where Lionel and Clark switch places due to a uh, 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 Kryptonian artifact, one of the three elements, uh, the transference stone. And uh, Lionel is originally going to switch bodies with Lex, so Lex can be incarcerated in prison in Lionel's body, and and Lionel can be the new Lex Luthor. Um, but unfortunately, Clark hears the ringing from the stone, and he goes to try and save Lex from whatever's about to happen. He goes to the prison, to the source of it, and he, and he sees Lionel. It looks like Lionel's about to stab Lex, and he intervenes, and, and the two switch bodies. Um, the way John Glover plays Tom and the way Tom plays John Glover, it's just that they do a really good job in that one. Um, Bridget Crosby makes a return appearance at the end of the episode. It's just it's a really standout episode from season four. And in the midst of all the element episodes that we weren't really big fans of because we didn't really like the storyline, even though it led to the fortress, we were kind of like, eh, you know, we're not a big fan of the magic and all that. I think it is one of the standout element episodes. Well, the element episodes like this and Sacred, I really enjoyed okay. It was everything, it was the magic stuff and the possessed by witch stuff I don't think I enjoyed all that much. Yeah, I, I like Sacred. I think Sacred's just kind of a stretch. Because it was like, la-da-da, everything's fine, Smallville, boom, we're in China. You know, it's right. it, it came out of nowhere. I, I remember seeing spoilers and everything for it and seeing the trailer, and I was like, what the, what the hell? They're just, they're, they're just in, in, they're freaking China, yeah, out of nowhere. So, <laughs> it, there's some cool stuff in that episode, though. That That is a good one, and you see Isabel and, and Clark fight, so that's pretty funny. So, I'm going to skip over uh, uh, Onyx and Blank, because you raped both of those last time from me. Don't and, say it uh, that way. Sorry, you ripped both of those from me. And uh, so that, that's why can't okay. we just say we agree on those? Because I hate you. So uh, my next one's going to be episode 421, <laughs> Forever. Uh, you know, it's because just... Because we really were fighting and we're trying to convince people we weren't. Yeah, I really <laughs> do hate you. My, my next episode's 421, Forever. Um, are you going to jump in here and call BS? Target. <laughs> You know, I hate any that moment episode. you want to. You know, I hate that episode. <laughs> no, it's it's not four twenty one forever. It's <laughs> definitely it's officially not. Uh, next one's hidden five oh three. Yes, I said that one too, and you. Yeah, but this was one of those that you just gotta back off and let me have because I mean we can good. have the same favorite episodes, Derek. I mean, right now. I mean, I know, okay. but I mean, I, I I mean, I'm not gonna just say. No, you picked those two, so I need to go on to an, another favorite of mine. Well, that's what because you did with two others. Could... Same for this one, though. You need to let me have it, too. We can share it. I know, because I love it. Me I mean, too. let's just talk about it for a minute. 
Can we? Can we just? Yeah, can we just? It. Can we just dish? Yeah, go oh for it. I mean, because uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm getting kind of hungry. You got to go get some lunch soon. Everything, just everything, everything, mm. everything in that episode is. I hate to say it, epic. I mean, it really is. I mean, just everything is. I mean, don't even ask. Just bring it. That's what no. I say. It's just. <laughs> it's so good. It's just one of those episodes where you sit there and you can't complain about anything in the episode. Right. You, yep. you literally cannot. There's not one line in that episode that you're kind of like, oh, that's just cheesy. There's not one special effect. There's not one weird look from a cast member. They took their time with this episode. It was the return of Clark's powers. It was the the showing of Lionel really indeed being... Uh, um, to, the showing of Lionel to Clark that he was, you know, Jor-El's emissary... Um, that scene of Glover getting up out of the out of Bell Reeve and breaking out and running, and 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 then showing up with Clark at the fortress. It, it's the first time since uh, arrival. It's only the second time in the series Clark's ever even been at the fortress. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know he wakes up and realizes where he is, and then Glover's in there. Glover does the awesome Marlon Brando with like the. The hands up over, you know, yeah. his, his chest. Yeah, he you did know. it all. It was a Marlon Brando, Terrence Stamp line, you know. Yeah, it, it was kind of a John Glover. It, it was, was a mixture was, of all three. It was John Glover doing. Job with. Yeah, and speaking of Terrence Stamp, if you have not seen, and I should have mentioned it, Darren, because we like to mention when our Smallville characters, cast members, do movies. I saw Get Smart this weekend uh, with Terrence Stamp play, which Get Smart's one of my favorite shows from uh, when I was a kid. But Terrence Stamp plays Siegfried. And he does. He's hilarious in it. He does. He's got some great one-liners in it. So go see Get Smart if you haven't already. It's already just a hilarious movie. But but definitely check it out. Um, so definitely episode five hundred three. Just Clark riding the rocket. You know, just dismantling it. Um, I love the deleted scene from the DVD where it shows him crash landing and walking through the field after after the yeah, thing blew yeah. up. You know, I, I hate that's not on the actual thing, but uh, I I definitely. And then there's slow motion. Walking to rock music at the end when he goes to hug Lana. Yeah, yeah. If we could love. <laughs> Sorry. When did you become the singer on this show? I I think you've just opened me up a little bit. Plus, it's Dishwalla, and I'll just sing Dishwalla like you know any old day of the Dishwalla, week. Walla Walla Walla. Dishwalla. I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right, but you gotta love the Dishwalla. So I think this is gonna surprise some people. I don't have a whole lot from season six, even though it was a great season there's some great stuff there are very few just standout episodes to me everything kind of was based off another episode in that season and something that really just stands apart is hard to find i'd say um promise is definitely one that's that's really good but i'm gonna have to say my favorite episode from season six is episode 619 nemesis um, which is where Clark and Lex are stuck underground oh yeah yeah, yeah with yeah, each yeah, other yeah. after the wedding and everything i think that Already given the writing and directing talents of that episode, the fact that that Tom and Michael have had to do this shift in the whole series from being the best of friends to the beginning of the worst of enemies, uh, and you know Clark's in love with Lana, they've gotten married. He's stuck down there with him. He only went down there with him to, for Lionel because Lionel said you've got to save Lex. He's stuck down there. He's going to be killed. It's just a really, really powerful episode, I think, and in in all of the. Uh, it did a really good job. Uh, <laughs> it did a really good job of like keeping with the storyline of the season, because you've got you know the wife of, of the soldier and all that stuff, and that's the reason they're down right, there. Right. Yep. But it, so it's dialogue heavy, but it's also very action heavy, and it's another one of those um, that's got a certain urgency. You know, when the episode starts, it's just boom, and it, it doesn't let up until the final seconds. There's just not a whole lot of downtime in the episode. So it, it it's it's another one that just steps up the game. It and I just some of those moments between Clark and Lex down there, you're just like, oh, just punch each yeah. other, just do something, <laughs> throw a punch, just fight, just, just fight, fight it, just fight it out. And then sometimes you're like, just hug it out. Either just, fight just it out or hug it out, guys. Come on, yeah. one or the other. When and when Clark gets, you know, Clark is stuck down there because the the whole thing's lined with kryptonite. Yep. So when the when it comes down on him and Lex leaves him. You know, he, that part where he, he gets through the wall and he he leaves Clark stuck underneath all the rocks. You're like, oh, you son of a batch of cookies. Go back and get him. Go back. Go back, <laughs> you, you bald jerk. And then, but, uh, and then Lex 
does come back, which I think was to a lot of people's surprise, they didn't really think he would. Um, so that's a really, really good episode, and I think it is the standout episode of season six. I didn't go with prototype, even though the word mole is used in it. Mm, uh, yeah, you know, I was gonna go with six twenty noir, but I thought, you know, maybe I shouldn't. Know. I don't know noir had some great that. little nods in it, though, to the classic Superman show. Well, if you think about, all right, let me ask you this: What's the worst episode of season six, in your opinion? The worst episode of season six. The worst episode of season six. I mean, I'm I'm going to jump to noir right off the bat. Are you serious? Um, from a from a storytelling standpoint, yeah. But I don't. Give me what do you think the worst one is? I might agree with you. Trespass. Which one was that one? That's the one where the stalker was trying to kill Lana. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd been done before. Yeah, I was kind of yeah. disappointed. See, six season six wasn't my favorite season at all. Anyway. Oh, I know. That's um, what. We, let's get done with this, and I think we should go through and list our like least favorite, right. our one least favorite from the season. I'm serious. Let's get done with this. All right. So my favorite one from uh, season seven. Do you want to guess what it is? I am going to guess. No, I don't have a clue what it would be. Sleeper man, dude. Did you have to even wonder? Did you have to even ask? Not really. Did you have to even ask? Just just bring it. Sleeper man. Ask. Jimmy being old 007. I know, You love right? Jimmy-centric no. episodes. I do love the Jimmy-centric episodes. No, really. What was your favorite uh, one from season seven? My favorite episode from season seven is Blue. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a good one. It really... I, I don't know why, because I think, I think I should... There's some sirens going by, so if that picks up, I'm sorry. I'm not going to go back and edit it out for you guys. Uh, it would be between that... Whoa, they, those are close. I hope they're not coming for me. Um... Good God! I think they're pulling up in my driveway. I th- Apocalypse is uh, would probably be up there, yep. but I feel like Apocalypse should be one of those that we keep off. Right, limits. right. I, I I agree with you on Blue. I think part of the reason you like that so much is because that was right around the time our relationship started to blossom. It is, it is, and 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 it meant a lot for me for you to be here, even though we didn't do that episode together. That's right. You know. But yes, two two episodes previous to that was your first episode of Star Wars House of yep. and now you've killed it. No. <laughs> uh, the 708 was written by Todd Slavkin and Darren Swimmer, awesome writing team. Now the two new head honchos of the show, along with Brian Peterson and Kelly Saunders, uh, directed by Glenn Winter. Uh, I just, you know, and if you don't remember what it is, it's the one where um, Clark uses the crystal and he releases his mother in Zor-El. And and Zorel just wreaks havoc and on Earth, and it gives him the rings the episode, that turns him. Yeah, the blue kryptonite ring that enables him not to have any abilities. Enables him not to have any abilities. Yep. Enables him to not shut, shut it. That's what it is. Uh, there's a really cool thing in this episode. We've never really talked about it on the show. Uh, that is hopefully it's going to be on the DVD. A lot of people wonder why Bizarro got released from wherever he went. It's answered in this episode, but they cut the scene out. When the eclipse happens at the, at the end of the episode that, that Zor-El causes to, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to kill all human life, Bizarro is released, and that's how. And so he's actually around, and that's when he comes back, you know, in Gemini. Hmm. So, and then he, actually in Persona, he's back full force. Word. But, but, so, you know, the episode before that. So it was always kind of up in the air why that happened, but now you actually know that Clark didn't come back from the fortress and um, and, and Bizarro took over. So I, I just really like that episode. I, I like uh, Christopher Haderall that played Zor-El. I thought he did a good job. Even though I'm still wondering if when I interviewed Kevin Sorbo last year, if that was what he was supposed to do. Uh, was and, and because the season right. got cut yep. short, that yep. really didn't happen. Because I think Kevin Sorbo would have made a B.A. Uh, zor I think it would have been interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then Helen Slater as as Laura, oh you get gosh, to see her yeah. interact with Tom. Yep. You get to see her as you know Laura Laura Van, and and not uh, and not just in a memory. Yep, you know, just seeing it through Kara's eyes. So I just I really enjoyed that episode. So uh, that's gonna be my top ten. All right, what do you think? I thought that was good. I thought it was solid. I thought it was solid. Did you? You thought it was solid. Well, you want to do our, our least favorites? No, no, I don't have time today, but that's something for a future show. You're just going to hang up on me? I'm about to, yeah. I've got to I've got to roll. We've entertained so the people now for almost an hour. Well, I mean, you got to give them what they want. That's what I'm saying. Well, so. I haven't learned that quite yet, apparently. 
Head on over to smallvillepodcast.com, our home on the internet, where you can find out all the latest House of L news and Smallville news. We're still doing the trivia is, off next episode. We are still going to do the trivia. We may push that out. We may do our least favorites next one and then remind. I think everybody just didn't want to do the trivia off because they didn't want more heartache between us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so check that out. Smallvillepodcast.com is where you can always guess. Go to our forums, forums.smallvillepodcast.com. Forums, a little dead right now. Everybody kind of left. Uh, when, when the when the anti love fest, everyone started. took cover. <laughs> get down! They're fighting. Get to the chopper. Uh, get to the chopper. So come back to the forums if you, if you've gone away. There's much mucho love, and uh, and as always, I'm on the Tenth Wonder podcast too. So do keep that in mind. I don't know why I just said that. I do know why. Write those guys that. at Skynex and tell them what jerks they are. Yeah, and write the ones at Skynex and be like, God, what's up with you guys? Let Derek and Steve have their peace. So, uh, but, you know, email us, mail at smallvillepodcast.com. And don't forget to check out Geek Out Loud, the official podcast of geekoutonline.com. Dern Skippy. Dern Skippy. Yeah. yeah don't even ask. <laughs> Just bring it. That's what I say. So, uh, we are going to probably, we, well, no, we have to take a week off because you're leaving. Yeah, I'll when be are going. you coming back? Yeah. When are you coming back? It'll be July. Fifth before I'm back in in the states. And why aren't you going to Comic Con? Uh, a lot of reasons. Yeah. So we're gonna do an no, episode no without you. No ticket at this point. No ticket. So we're <laughs> gonna do an episode without you. Yes. And yeah. uh, no, probably not. From Comic Con. I, I can't. No, but while you're in Mexico, Mexico. No, won't we'll be on. It's only a week, man. We do just like with you in. Florida. I can't wait a week. You're gonna have to. You're not going to let me do one without you? Yeah, I mean, if that's you, you're the boss. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I love you, man. All right, I just dude. want you to know that. So, uh, thanks for joining us. We're sorry we alienated everybody away from the show. And we hope you... Um, we hope we've Please come back. For it this time Please around. come back. Please come back. Please come back. We'll be back with episode 91, week after next. So... Remember to email in trivia. If you've got questions for me, email them to Steve at steve at smallvillepodcast.com. If you've got questions or vice versa, email them to Derek at smallvillepodcast.com. It's easier to say vice versa than just... That's right, than getting it all confused. <laughs> than just screwing up. There you go. We'll see you guys later. See you guys. Bye. Episode 66 for Laura. I'm Derek. I'm Steve. Hey, Steve. Steve is the host of the Geek Out Loud podcast from geekoutonline.com. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here with you, man. This is awesome. Well, I appreciate you sitting in. I've been, I've, I've listened, you're, you're what, five episodes in? Four or five episodes in? Four, four episodes in. I'm actually, after we get through doing this, I'll be recording my fifth. So you, you know how, you'll know how I feel bouncing back and forth between this one and my voice is shot pretty much week to week. Uh, but I appreciate you sitting in. Tell tell everybody a little bit about your show if they haven't heard about it. Well, it's just, I, I try to have fun. When I first got into the whole blogosphere, geek blogosphere, all you can really find a lot of times are a bunch of people that are just dogging on everything and negative about everything, and they hate everything. And so I just kind of got tired of getting blamed for being happy. And uh, so I started my own little website just where I can just whatever, you know, tickles my fancy more will geek them. And, uh, and I love podcasting. I've done some broadcasting in the past, a little bit here and there, and so I just love the idea of podcasting. So started up a little show where I could just kind of do my thing and talk about what I like to talk about. And so far, I've gotten some pretty good feedback from folks, and, and, it, and it seems to be working. So I have a good time with it. Everything's pretty tongue-in-cheek. So, you know, I'll, I'll open up with a previously on Geek Out Loud, like an serious music in the background. I love that. Kind of clip. I love that. I love your theme song. Like, I heard that, and I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to this show from now on. I don't listen. Like, the thing you'll hear, you'll find out about me, guys, is I don't listen to podcasts. I really don't. There's a few that I do 
listen to just specifically because either I have something to do with them and I want to make sure they sound okay or whatever. But for the most part, I don't just I, I don't have time. <laughs> no offense to any of you people out there listening right now. I'm glad you have the time because otherwise I'm just sitting here talking to myself. But <laughs> exactly, I just I you know. I mean, I live in a small town. A lot of you people talk about, you know, listening to podcasts in your commute. And my commute, I, 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 the coffee shop that I run is two blocks from where I live. So I, yeah, I, live, I live one mile from my parking spot. I don't have a commute to make. So, uh, you know, I just don't get a whole lot of chance to listen to them. But I'm, I'm glad you all listen to them. I really have enjoyed you out loud so far. It's hilarious. Uh-oh. Well, that I mean, that excited me when I, when I, because you guys were one of the first podcasts that I listened to that had anything to do with the realm of geekdom at all, you know, and, and especially with Smallville and then, of course, Tim's Wonder and everything. And I was like, these guys are funny, they're well-produced, and I just had a blast. And then when, when I got the email from you, I'm like, I'm a, I'm, I've arrived. There I am. I'm four episodes in, and I've arrived. Hardly. <laughs> you, you've arrived without receiving an email. Email from me, trust me. I just, I, I was, I, well, I kept getting linked to on this this website. And I was like, ooh, we got online, and I saw the podcast, and I was like, oh, great, another podcast. I'll have to go listen to just because they mentioned us. And I know I was pleasantly surprised. So thank you for doing that. I appreciate well, it. And thanks for I appreciate coming on. it, man. Thanks for coming on today. Why can't we be friends?